You're listening to episode 46 of the Empath Podcast. Welcome back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host, Robin from the Diary of an Empath.com, and today's episode is taking place under a new moon in Capricorn. And I personally love this energy right now. It feels very expansive. It feels expansive yet productive, is what I would want to say. It's it's like the future is there. The potentials are there and we have this energy motivating us to make them real because that's what Capricorn does. Capricorn is a maturing energy. It's always wanting to know what's the plan. My partner's a Capricorn and he'll always ask me like, what's the plan? What's the plan? And at the beginning of every day, he holds me really accountable. He's like, what's like, what's the plan for the day? Or what are you working on today? Because that's a Capricorn thing. It, a Capricorn, it knows it wants to achieve. It knows it wants something. And it knows it requires a plan to receive it. And because Capricorn is so grounded in that way, you know, it, it knows what it wants. And it knows what it has to do to work for it. And what I mean by work isn't just physical work. We know that so much more can be achieved when you you do some physical because there's always the law of action. You have to be taking forward steps, but you also do the energetic and the emotional work. So Capricorn knows this. It knows that you have to set a goal and then you have to work to achieve it. And so it's such a perfect energy to kickstart a year especially this year, in a year of forward growth. It is a five in numerology. If you've been listening, you know that I've been harping about it for weeks now because it's so important to know that 2021 is a masculine energy. And so the energetics are wanting us all to go forward, to move forward, to come out of murkiness that we may have been sitting in, especially over the last year with everything that's been going on that was it that was a four-year that was a feminine energy feminine energy is a cup where the masculine's the arrowhead the feminine's a cup and so it's suggested energetically that you sit and you absorb and you receive in a feminine year and in a masculine year you get clear you get focused and you move in the direction that you're being asked to go And something that I've been picking up on recently is, one, there's an incredible resistance to that energy, to the masculine energy. So many people are burnt out from 2020. There's an exhaustion to it. But me personally, this energy feels invigorating. I've been at the top of my game since January 1st and even before that because I could feel the energy coming in. I was like, yes this feels good, I'm going in this direction. And so I haven't been feeling that burnout. 
that's very heavy within the collective because I've been feeling the the energetics of the year. So if you look at like the collective being a cloud and then the energetics of the year being a little higher, like hovering above it, I've come out of collective energetics and I'm feeling up into, I don't know what to call it, but it's it's a, it's above, it's, it's energetically above the cloud of collective. And that isn't burnt out. That is inspired. It's energized. It wants us to move forward. And so if you're feeling the heaviness, it's a great time to come back to your most basic empath tools, how you clear collective, how do you work with triggers, everything coming up around that, because we need you at the top of your game. If you have no idea how to begin working with your energy as an empath, I will link my course for empaths below. It's a foundational course. You're going to learn what you need to be able to clear yourself of collective and hold yourself steady even if the collective is is doing its thing. And that way you can then tap into what's above that, which is a very, very inspiring energy. But when we talk about goals and goal setting, it's one thing to set a goal so to know what it is that you want it's another entirely to take the daily actions to actually reach it which is why i I keep saying i'm so excited about this capricorn energy because it's making us face where the gaps are like what what's missing in our plan do we have a plan so things like systems and what are your strategies do you have strategies those might be coming up and those are just hinting you towards this energy to be like, if you are going to truly reach this goal, you're going to need a strategy. And something that's been coming up actually, and it feels important to put it here, is there's a lot within spiritual and healing communities that strategy is wrong. That if you're strategic, you're somehow manipulative or calculated, which causes a lot of people to resist it. But something I've been feeling into a lot recently is that strategy is self-love. Because without a strategy, you are going to be all over the place. Whether that's a strategy for clearing your energy, if that's what you need and you need to go into my course and learn how to clear your energy, that's a strategy. You're learning a strategy. You're learning a process. That is one of the deepest expressions of self-love for you in this moment because you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling drained, you're feeling all of these things, the most beautiful thing you can do for yourself is learn strategy. Same when it comes to your business and the things that you sell. If you don't have a strategy, you're not making money or you're making inconsistent money. And if you're not making money, you're making inconsistent money. That's not loving to you because you have things that you want to buy. You have a lifestyle you want to afford. And this It's something that's been coming up a lot for me is the reprogramming of what it means to be strategic and what it means to have strategy because this year to reach my goals in my business requires I become more strategic than I've ever been before and much more discerning about where I put my resources, particularly my energy. So my energy has come into focus as being my most precious resource. Because I know when I have energy, I'm going to sit down and write an email. I know when I have energy, I'm going to sit down and record a podcast episode. I know when I have energy, I'm going to 
be more loving with my partner. Energy is the root of all of my success. What, whether that's business, whether that's in relationship, it's, it's energy. And so I'm guarding it and I'm protecting it and I'm nurturing it. And I know that even though I might want to, to do something, if that's going to take my energy and it's not going to allow me to have the energy I need for my goals, it's a no. And that's been no to working with people. It's been a no to certain ways of running a launch. It's been a no to just how I run my day-to-day business. It's, it's no, I can't do that because I have a goal and I need to be strategic about my energy so that I can reach it. And so I've been focusing a lot on my energy. And one of the ways I've been doing this is by having my breakfast delivered every morning. So high nutrient breakfast delivered and cutting out caffeine. And this is actually where the inspo for this episode came from because I have been cutting out caffeine. And then one day the breakfast that was delivered, there was a coffee and it was like, seven days into me giving up caffeine because when I I walk myself through the 2021 goal setting workbook which is the same workbook I've been sharing with you guys if you haven't yet grabbed a copy you can grab it below it'll be linked under the episode but in the workbook you have to get clear on what are your self boundaries and for me I knew that my future self had a boundary of not consuming caffeine because it burnt her out that's an energy we have to be careful of this year, not burning out, taking action, but not burning out. And so she drank decaf, which is not something I'm new to, but she was very adamant that she only drank decaf. And so when I got this coffee delivered, I sat down at my desk and I was working, I was drinking the coffee. And then I paused and I was like, there's caffeine in this coffee. And I was in a moment of, do I throw out the coffee because there's caffeine in it? Or do I keep drinking it because I really enjoy it and I paid for it and all of these things. I decided in favor of the goal that I wanted. So I decided to go and pour the coffee down the drain and make myself a decaf. And what I was thinking about in that moment is what's required to reach a goal. That's one example. The boundary I had set with myself that says, there is no caffeine. That's a hard boundary. Future me who's reached my goal, she doesn't drink caffeine. It's part of her strategy. And so if I'm going to become future me, I need to not drink caffeine. And it was hard in that moment because I was enjoying it. I was I was flowing. But Capricorn knows the power of restriction. Capricorn knows that saying no gets you so much closer to your goal. Anyway, that sparked this whole idea for an episode on the idea of embodiment, intentional embodiment, as a strategy for reaching your goals. Embodiment, if you've never heard of the concept, it's basically the act of taking an idea or a concept and making it real or making it tangible with with actions. So to embody something, like to embody your higher self is to act like your higher self. So it's like pulling it down. It's grounding something. If you look at that example I gave you of future me saying, no, I don't drink coffee. Well, by not drinking coffee, I'm embodying future me. And this concept, the idea of embodiment, is so important, especially when you're looking at achieving goals from an energetic perspective, because when you decide you want something, that reality already exists. 
So there's a version of you who already has the goal, who's living it, whether that's a version of you in partnership, a version of you who's met a profit goal, a version of you who has the house, whatever it is, there's a version of you and she's living it. And that version of you knows what it is you need to be doing and that version of you does it. And that's why she is where she is. And so that's embodiment when you can look over and you can say, okay, Robin, who has this goal, she already exists. So how is she living different than I'm living so that she can have what she has? Because she has a different lifestyle. She has a different set of habits, a different set of beliefs, different boundaries. And that's why she is where she is. That's why she's not me anymore. And when you start to embody the traits of your future self, you hop onto that timeline and you become the future. It's very easy for me to look out and see, okay, who I am now and who I want to be. The only difference is that we're living our lives differently. And so if I want to close the gap, if I want to become that future self, which is like collapsing timelines, that's what we call it in the spiritual world. If I want to collapse timelines, if I don't want to stay on this timeline, so continue forward with my habits and my behavior. So continue drinking coffee, continuing to burn out my adrenals, continuing to not have energy, continuing to not do my work, continuing to not reach a goal. Like if that's what timeline I want to be on, cool. I can choose that with my free will. But if I choose to reach a goal, if I choose, okay, I want to up level in this way, then I can change my behaviors so that it's a different outcome. So instead of drinking caffeine, this version of me doesn't drink caffeine. And because she's not drinking caffeine, her adrenals are running much better. Because they're running much better, she has a lot more energy. And because she has a lot more energy, she's able to come up with great new ideas. And because she's coming up with great new ideas, she's able to distribute those ideas. And because she's distributing those ideas, she's able to reach this goal. And the difference is, is it seems small. That's what this moon is bringing up for us. It's, it's small changes that change everything. It's saying no to coffee. Or another example, it's saying no to a certain type of, of partnership. If you want to be in a romantic relationship, if that's what you want, if that's your goal, to be with someone who understands you and supports you, well, you got to look at the timeline you're on. What habits, what behaviors, what boundaries are you not setting? And what needs to change? What are those small changes, those daily changes? Because it's those daily changes that lead to quantum leaps. And by quantum leaps, I mean timeline jumps. So when we think of goal setting, goal setting is, is only to anchor you into the reality you want. Deciding what you want for yourself and setting that goal is, is saying, what version of me in the future do I want to become? And while that's important to know who you want to become, what's most important is that you take the actions to become that person. And so Robin in the future, the, the Robin in the future I'm aiming for, she exists a very specific way. And so working with her and understanding how it is that she lives, and this is what I call the three Bs. What are her boundaries, behaviors, beliefs? So boundaries, you know, one is not having caffeine 
that's a big one, is I'm not going to drink caffeine. Behaviors, a big behavior change is that I'm not making myself breakfast anymore. It takes up too much of my energy. I need to have my energy at my desk in the morning. And so I'm having breakfast delivered. And that also really opens me up to receiving and continues to help me not do everything myself because Robin in the future doesn't do everything herself. She actually outsources most things. And so that's a behavior. Robin in the future does not make her own breakfast. She she has it delivered. And that's just a standard. That's not like something to celebrate or something that's out of the norm. That's her standard. Every day her breakfast is delivered. So that's a behavior that's different. Another behavior for Robin in the future is she's asking high-level questions. She does not consume her time asking low questions. And if you're in EIB, you've heard of this. Learning to ask questions is a huge part of being a successful entrepreneur. Robin in the future takes that to a whole new level. So Robin in the future often asks herself how to make things quicker. So instead of being like, okay, how do I accomplish this over 12 months? Robin in the future is saying, how can I accomplish this by the end of the month? So she's taking 12 months of progress and she's narrowing it down into one month. She's very efficient. She gets things done. And I've been asking myself that same question. And by asking myself that question, I'm therefore collapsing timelines and closing the gap between me and and future me which is pulling my goal in and I encourage you to ask yourself that question because this year is a quick year it's an it's a quick energy and so when you're looking out and you're saying okay I want to have this by the end of the year ask yourself how might you have that by the end of the month we don't often think of the power of questions and answers but a question sparks an answer. And so the answers you get are, are completely based on the questions you ask. If you're asking low-level questions, you're getting low-level answers. But if you're asking high-level questions, you're getting high-level answers. So that's that's one of the behaviors that Robin in the future has, and now Robin in the present is embodying. And then beliefs. Our beliefs determine our thoughts, and our de- thoughts determine our actions, etc., etc. You learn a full model of that in Empaths and Business. But the, the you in the future has a very different set of beliefs. Of course you do, because it's your beliefs that make sense of the world, and it's your beliefs that manifest your world. So if if, if you're not in the same place, if your future is different than the current you, if you choose to jump timelines and, and accomplish something different, get off the, the timeline you're on, the, the rut you might be in, that you has decided to think very different about her world because her world's different. She's experiencing different things. So of course she has different beliefs. So asking yourself, what would future you be believing about x scenario so if future you has a much higher income say for example you're currently selling here or there so a few things here or there maybe you made eight thousand dollars last year let's say future you makes 300k well future you knows that 300k is no big deal the fact that it's no big deal is what allows it to come into the world we don't resist like our nervous systems don't resist what seems natural, what seems normal. But current you, if you've only made 8,000, 
if that's the reality that you have, well, you have beliefs about that 8,000. 8,000 was a pretty big number to you. And of course it was. Like if you're just starting out in business, you've never made a sale, you may have had to work your mindset to the point where 8,000 became normal. But at first, 8,000 probably seemed crazy that anyone would even pay you for what you do or something like that. You know, those beliefs that we have at the very beginning. And so current you has beliefs that 8,000 is not that big, but 300,000, no way. Like only really, really special rich people have that amount of money or make that amount of money. And so you have this this idea that 300,000 is really big. And so an exercise I often give to entrepreneurs is how can you make that small? Because the you who has that does not think 300,000 is big. So going, sitting around people, whether in person or virtually, who think 300,000 is a breeze. It's up to you to do that work, to become that future self and to catch yourself when you're in belief patterns that don't serve you. When you're wanting to make a lot of money, yet when you go to charge someone, it's like, oh my gosh, it's asking for too much money. Does future you who has $300,000 believe that? Or does the future you know that that's how business is run? Does it have empowering beliefs about business? Same with love. Love is another area I'm super passionate about. But if you think about it, so many of us who who struggle in love, me in the past very much so, we have these beliefs about what it means to be in a partnership, that like partnerships are hard. Is the you who is in a loving partnership believe that relationships are hard? No, because if so, you wouldn't have a loving relationship. Does you who's in a beautiful partnership believe that you're less of a woman if you have someone helping you? No. Future you knows that you are an amazing woman or man or person just just for being you and it and because of that they can let a partner in. I don't want to keep this episode too long, but what I want to leave you with is everything we just talked about, so those three Bs, boundaries, behaviors, beliefs, what are they of your future self and how do you catch up to them? Because that's your only requirement to to get where you want to go is to catch up to that version of you who's already there and only you have those answers. I can't tell you what the future you at X goal, what they are doing. Only you, that has to come from within you, only you know, which is why I walk you through that entire process in the goal setting workbook. It's an embodiment workbook where you'll be asked to answer some very important questions about your future self and what you are or are not doing to reach the goal that you've set. And so I encourage you under this new moon to really take this to heart. Who is future you? So what is it that you really want? That's step one in the workbook. And then how do you have to change to become it? I'll be looking for your answers over on Instagram. If you do download the workbook and move through it, definitely tag me. I love to cheer you on and just see what you unearth. Like it's it's a highlight or one of the highlights of my day when I get to see you actually doing the work and moving through the process. Other than that, I hope you have the most beautiful day. I hope that 2021 has kicked off to an incredible start for you. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you know someone who could really use it too, share it with them, share it with your family, with your friends, anyone who you know who might be going through this, who needs to up-level their life, someone you're seeing in a rut and you're like, you know, you're so worth so much more. That's my intention for you. And so if you have someone in your life who you know could use this little jolt of motivation under this moon. Thank you so much in advance for sharing it with them. And thank you for being here and being such an incredible listener. You know one of my most favorite things is seeing you guys leave your reviews over on iTunes. So if you have a minute, that also means the world to me. Enjoy this new moon. Enjoy the goal-setting workbook. Enjoy taking yourself through this process of embodiment. And knowing that your future isn't just some fancy, big dreaming idea. It is a very real reality that's waiting for you to catch up with her. And with that, we will talk soon. Thank <laughs> you.